Torah Parsha, when you take, Kitisa, how many people will be taken in the CV-19 pandemic? It is not a respecter of person, or is it? Exodus 30 11-34-35 Adonai said to Moshe, When you take a census of the people of Israel and register them, each upon registration is to pay a ransom for his life to Adonai, to avoid any breakout of plague among them during the time of the census. America is having a census right now in 2020. Many Americans are not covered by this anointing, plague stopper. The time of a census is very special because this money would pay for the items to be made for the sanctuary. Believers are consensual in their belief of who the Messiah is and agree His Spirit dwells within them. This passage is the shadowing to this long-held belief. As a believer we have registered with Yeshua Jesus as our Savior. His blood paid the ransom for our spiritual eternity. Our registration with this belief makes us vessels to be used while on earth. A shekel is equal to 20 jaraz. We know that it has been 2,000 years or two days since Yeshua Jesus came, died, rose up and promised to return. He will once again build a sanctuary on earth that will represent His reign. The items described in these passages all have symbols for us to see the future. Exodus 30:16. You are to take the atonement money from the people of Israel and use it for the service in the tent of meeting, so that it will be a reminder of the people of Israel before Adonai to atone for your lives. These actions back then was to remind them that Adonai alone could atone for their lives. Looking back at history we know this all looked to Yeshua Jesus atoning for our eternal lives. The week of March 14, 2020 gives us the privilege of looking to the scriptures that point to the very days in which we live. The United States is in the year 2020 which calls for a census of its people. Nations are also counting a census of the infected and dead from COVID-19. The tabernacle's vessels represent our lives shadowing our worship. Our prayers are the incense coming from our human tabernacles to reach Adonai's throne so he does save us from this COVID-19 plague. Prayers are not magical. Prayers must come from sincere hearts that are quieted to seek God's will via His Spirit, that must dwell in us. In January 2020 a plague began closing off nations that have not accepted God's Torah instructions. For generations many people have shaken their fists at God. They test Him as they ask for His hedge of protection even while they disregard rulings set out for them. Our Creator established President Trump and He established this current cabinet that surrounds Him. Donald J. Trump is our God-ordained King Cyrus and he is also today's Ezra. When we say we're more powerful than a government trying to help the entire nation and don't shut down services, we should remember the lesson of General Jedalia. The Jews' sorrow over killing this general at the time of their Babylonia captivity still to this day remains an observed fast. We are not to remove God's appointed leadership for that time in our lives. We must give leaders respect or we will answer for those crimes because they are against God Himself. How did General Jedalia die? The majority of the Jews and left in Jerusalem said, No to his death, but a few tyrants schemed to kill him, and they did because there were people that believed in doing things their way, refusing God's leadership. When the remaining southern tribes were delivered into the hands of Babylon, many Israelis died because they just could not accept that their church, temple was to be vacated, after all, they were the chosen to lead the world. King Nebuchadnezzar was God's chosen leader at the beginning of their 70-year exile. King Cyrus was God's chosen leader to bring them back after 70 years in Babylon. U.S. President Harry S. Truman was God's chosen leader to recognize Israel as a nation in 1948. 
U.S. President Donald Trump is God's chosen leader strongly confirming Jerusalem's legitimacy via setting up our U.S. Embassy relocating it to Jerusalem when she was 70 years old. Israel's borders continue to be confirmed by his administration as she becomes 72 years old in May, 2020. Ezra fasted and prayed for Israel to have the boundaries of the temple reset at year 71. Judah and Benjamin admitted they had married the foreigner for 70 years. The foreigner, not willing to observe the Torah, instructions, of Yahweh, Sabbath, land rest and clean eating were always part of it. Psalm 92-1 A Psalm A song for Shabbat, 92-2 begins, It is good to give thanks to Adonai and sing praises to your name, Elyon, to tell in the morning about your grace and at night about your faithfulness, to the music of a ten-stringed and a lute, with the melody sounding on a lyre. King James reads, Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. Jesus constantly quotes the prophets and the Psalms and writings. The Sabbath still functioned in Jesus' life. In fact, if you remove the Sabbath, you remove him. Psalms 90:10 speaks of a man's life being 70 years, and if we are strong, 80. Today, we see this in COVID-19 that can exile to death the compromised elderly. In fact, this latest plague can bring death to any person in a compromised state. If the body is used to drug supporting its life system, those drugs may not be a match for this plague. We cannot be compromisers when it comes to loving our Savior which is shown through obedience to His words. Compromising with the foreigner has always lead to separation and even death. Let's learn from history. King Nebuchadnezzar chose a Jewish general named Jedalia to keep order in the community of Jews left behind in the Babylon exit. The Hebrews left behind were not treated badly by this general and his staff. But it was the Hebrews' anti-governorship rule that they did not want. We have to be careful not to make our words God's words. We're not to speak evil of our leadership and that includes pastors, deacons and elders just as these men should not teach their members to disobey authority. We must become obedient to our leadership in times like a plague because it is God who set them up to serve His purposes. But, if we see leadership going against their leadership, and it can have life and death issues attached to it, we must choose to follow the leadership that chooses life. Leadership can claim Psalms 91 to show their strength in the Lord if they also claim all of the other promises, such as hide when danger comes, flee evil, go into the wilderness and do not come back to house if that is where the danger is. Thus, if our nation has been put on alert and our president has asked our world to make a joint effort in solving a deadly disease, we should stand with the majority and stay home, no matter what scripture is given to stand firm. Staying home from church during a plague does not make you less a believer than going to church every Sunday does. You personally must decide if you will give honor to your parents, to your family members that have compromised their health by being on medical drugs. We must all work together to prevent funerals, not standing in pride saying, look it didn't get us. God is good to us. We are not to test God. Give honor to your parents comes with a blessing, so you may live long on the earth. If you lose your parents during a plague, you will lose part of you. You may turn from God when it was your parents' desire for God to bless you. God is the avenger and He is answering prayers that have been said for some people's lifetime. They lost children to the villains on this earth, they lost family members to evil organizations. Evil is being removed right now because they don't know the name to call on. It has been said over the airways and even creation calls out to give witness to our Creator. It is this last generation that beholds Israel establishing herself once again on the earth. And it is in plagues, famines and wars that we are to give the Creator credit. Man devises his ways, 
but it is God that directs the paths of men. Man repented and it changed God's mind from destroying that portion of Yaakov's children. Yahweh had chosen the leader Moses in the beginning but Moses didn't want to go it alone. His brother Aharon was approved to help and now it was this very brother Aharon that allowed Yaakov's children and the foreigners to mold his leadership abilities to their ways. This brother would not cross over but his sons would even become the main priests. Atonement, a half shekel, a shadow to Yeshua Jesus' atoning blood. The bride price is a becca. It is only mentioned once in scripture but, it is joined in theme to the half shekel in this census that established the tabernacle. In Exodus 30 13-16 it was the price for atonement from plagues. It was the price that our groom set up to be paid for his bride. U.S. A half shekel is also a becca, it is the wedding price, one-fifth of an ounce of silver. 20% dot and he comes for his bride in day two early after year 2000. And at 2020, just a Yaakov left Lavan in year 20. In 2020, many countries are daily taking up the census of their citizens for having been tested for CV-19, infected by it or killed by it. All eyes are seeing and all eyes are seeing that 2020 is the time when all must unit to stay the plague. The measure-for-measure measure theme of Yaakov, Jacob, leaving Levan, the world, to go back to his father's land has been unfolding before our eyes for 70-plus years. Seventy tribes go down into Egypt and they come out in the millions after 210 years, a total of 400 years with foreigners, just as Yeshua Jesus came to our earth at 4,000 years. If people refuse to believe this, they will die in their sin because they have not brought their half-shekel heart for God to remember to atone for them because of the Son. If any of Yaakov's children would ever take a census on their own they would be reprimanded with a plague. King David did this and lost many lives. 22,000 lives were lost until Korak's son Pinchos stayed that plague all because of a self-census. We are not to count our memberships to pride ourselves of how good we did to get people to come to church. We should not pride ourselves on our bus attendance. We are to trust the Lord at all times as His power is seen in small numbers, just as He allowed only 300 of David's men to fight the five kings that took Lot away. 10,000 men had come to fight but 9,700 were sent home. It is always the heart of a man that God is checking and then the fears of war disappear as he uses a few so he is given the glory, not men preachers. Moses' census was to raise funds from the rich and the poor, as all men are equal before God. Each person over age 20 had an input into this new sanctuary, shadowing to more 20s in history. Age 20 is when a male could participate in protecting his community. One half a shekel was called an atonement for their life. God would remember that atonement and save them from plagues. Yeshua's blood atonement was paid by him and does save us from the plague of eternal death. One half a shekel is one-fifth, twenty percent, of an ounce of silver. The Becca is only referenced once in our Bibles and it is equal to this one half a shekel. Thus, the pattern of one Becca being equal to one half shekel shows the people who were to marry themselves to God. In our twentieth century we've had wars with atomic bombs dropped twice on cities in Japan, devastating life on our earth. We had a holocaust that removed 6 million Jews from our earth in 7 years. That war took up to 50 million lives to leave 20th century Laban. God's house changes at 20. The change is about land. Jacob's son Yosef was thought to have died at age 17. But at age 20 he was lifted up out of prison and stands before Pharaoh. Three shadows to a duration of time that brings resurrection, just as seen when Yeshua Jesus rose up after three days in the belly of the earth, foreshadowed by Jonah in the belly of a big fish. 
This three days of Jonah was to be the only sign given to those about the end times, according to Yeshua Jesus. Joseph too had experiences that shadowed three with a baker and taste tester for Pharaoh. The coronavirus was reported in November being noted on December 1, 2019. The person that tried to alert his colleagues via text and videos was detained by China's military and is now deceased. December, January, February have a census of 3,000 plus deceased over that three months. Reporting systems from China have been deemed questionable to say the least. People were seen being drugged into vehicles screaming and kicking as they were removed to secure locations. March 15, 2020, the plague statistics show that 50 to 60 percent of our world will be infected without quick containment. By January 27, 2020 President Trump quickly acted by closing America's borders to China. Only by February 17, 2020 did China quarantine 17 cities around the origin site of Wuhan. Stories continue to pour in from China with only more distrust by their own people. A first-hand story was told me of a very rich man from China who flew his entire family to Pakistan for safety to avoid the virus in his country of China. He was told it was safe to return and thus he his family returned to China. He was so angry with his country that he called my friend to say that we should not believe China. In fact, the plague in China had not calmed down and he personally witnessed mass graves of human bodies, he was devastated by what he saw his country doing. A secret video was released to YouTube via a hospital nurse witnessing live people being put in not one but four body bags. She told the people involved in removing the bodies to the crematory that the people was still alive as she saw many of them moving their hands and feet. She was pushed out of the way, so she secretly videoed the activity of extremely ill human beings, but still alive, being put in four body bags. She filmed the people being put in the hot ovens. The date of that video came to my view on March 15, 2020 known as the Ides of March, and also declared a national day of prayer by President Trump of our United States. It was Sunday when most churches over 250 were told to close to avoid large gatherings of people. Also, on Sunday March 15, 2020, Italy lost 368 people in a single day. They were averaging 200 per day which caused them to lock down. When the United States refused people from China, they exiled to Europe. South Korea was next with the most infected people and then came Iran, who is even losing their elderly leaders as their faith teaches them that if Allah wills them to live then they will live. Therefore, no containment of the virus has been applied in Iran. Lesson, no containment brings death. China, South Korea, Iran, Italy and now Spain is on the rise. The borders to Europe were closed by President Trump at dusk on Friday the 13th. 2020 as New York saw refugees coming from Europe. The Sabbath PTSA began at dusk, Friday, March 13, 2020. It begins with candles being light at dusk to remind us that God is the light of our world. As Christians, we know that Jesus is our light, scheduled to soon return with a bright light all our earth will see. United States citizens have already been partaking in our 2020 census. I spoke with friends in New Jersey that have been chosen to be part of a study in this 2020 census. It seems the census people have checked every month with them for four months. The Kitaso Torah Parashah 21 begins by speaking of a plague as a census is being taken at this time with Moses' people setting up the tabernacle in the wilderness. This census is happening after one year of traveling through the desert. It is also happening when Moses spends his first 40 days with God on the mountain receiving the two tablets, they get broken. 3,000 will die because they don't chose the correct side, God's side of the mountain. 
The Levites acted as the sword plague that killed 3,000 foreign to God's ways. In real time, this event occurred on location in Arabia at Mount Sinai in the month of Tammuz, July. I had two friends text me, do you think the census and plague are just a coincidence? Everyone reading this week's Torah portion 21 knows and see God's hand on our earth. Yes, God is aligning with his scriptures shadowed for today's world in year 2020. This time period also aligns with Ezra 10 where the two tribes left in authority come to Ezra after three days and then return after ten days and then accomplish removing slash divorcing their wives and children, foreigners that don't want to follow God's ways, by Nisan 1. Is this a lot to handle? Yes, it is, because we're living in a timeline experienced by two priests and prophets of God that shadow to our day. I published at ehebrew.com when I saw our President Trump acting out Ezra on December 18, 2019 which was 20 Kislev. It was the day the two tribes, Judah and Binyamin, came to witness Ezra weeping and fasting as Ezra calls them to come talk to him. President Trump announced his own impeachment light that day after calling Y together days earlier for a rally. Ezra tells these two remaining tribes that have authority that the foreigner must be removed from their lives before the temple's foundation stones can even be set. No foreigner can set the stones and it is only the older men that could even remember the old foundation. Judah and Benjamin admit that over the last 70 years they have allowed foreigners into their lives. A few other tribes refused to admit their sin and would not remove their foreign wives and children. But, Judah and Benjamin admitted that they had sinned gravely in this area. They asked if they could leave and then return with an answer to this problem or not being able to rebuild the temple. I repeat this story to you dear friends, as our Israel today is very frustrated in finding the temple's original location much less being allowed to build it. We truly are in the days of Ezra, even as President Trump continues to play out Ezra. Trump's impeachment papers were delayed and not delivered for weeks. Would Judah and Benjamin return to Ezra? it was cold and raining for all of them to wait for their answer. Ten days later, our Sabbath mics from the NGen 41-1-44-17, Zek 2-14-4-7 was our sixth day of Hanukkah. Finally, the two tribes returned to say that they needed more time, time to go before their judges to straighten out the matter of allowing the foreigner to dictate their lives. They needed to have their judges help them decide who had a clean heart toward God's righteous ways. President Trump's life was torn inside out with judges defending his instructions of righteousness for our nation. It rallied the people to righteous ways and not make up lies that deceived many for years. President Trump stands on Judeo-Christian values and knows more about the Torah than any other president our country has had. He knows about honoring the Sabbath. He knows about clean eating. He knows more than many church pastors and puts up with the jeers that come from ignorant leaders. Do I love my president? Oh yes, I do. I feel his pain and he feels mine. Judah, Binyamin and a few more tribes resolved their problems by Nisan 1, the head of the religious year, declared by Adonai when leaving Egypt. This year that date will begin at dusk on March 25, 2020. 29 Adar will end with one Nisan beginning. It will be a Rosh Hadesh, a dark time, all the more to see his brightness come forth. The Sabbath on March 21 is called Vayakal Pikudiai and he assembled, counting, Exodus 35 1-40-38, Ezekiel 45 16-46-18. The Sabbath on March 28 is called by Yikra and he called, Lev 1-1-5-26, Isaiah 43 21-44-23. What do the next three weeks' lessons say to us? March 7, You Shall Command. 
March 14th, when you take. March 21st, and he assembled, counting. March 28th, and he called. You shall order the people to bring pure olive oil, the one anointed, to be the light, when you take a census of those that love the one that ransomed his life for hours and assemble the tabernacle after six days to rest and give complete honor to Adonai to give an accounting all through history of what it took to bring our Savior back to his tabernacle, us, when Adonai calls us to speak to him from his tabernacle. Oh how powerful these next weeks will be, as our world quiets themselves in only meeting in a quorum of ten that can agree as they study God's word. Prayers are now being answered as mercy and grace work together pouring out on our earth. We will be seeing these scriptures come alive as men draw to the mountain of God. There are no coincidences with God. Everything has been planned from the beginning of time. We are told how to live our lives with God being at the center of our tabernacle. We have been instructed to eat, clean. We have been instructed to worship in Psalms and Proverbs, praying scripture will never return void. We have been given a perpetual instruction, the Sabbath gives honor to God our Creator. We have the King of Kings, Rev 1918, waiting to return to His earth, but it first must be cleansed. This King will eat clean, worship declaring His very own words spoken through the prophets, and will recognize the seventh day of our history being seven thousand years always shadowed by the Sabbath. God does not change and therefore will not change how He instructs the Messiah Yeshua to live with us during this next millennial reign. This is where we are at in history. The shadow for shadow, the judgment for judgment, the measure for measure and the mirroring all operate at once so none will be without excuse to see the hand of God on our earth. This week's Torah study opens with plagues and a census just as our world faces its latest plague with a census in 2020. We are face to face with something that is said to be bigger than any terrorist attack or nuclear bomb going off. Yet many make flights to Italy to only find a city shut down. Now, those families are asked to self-quarantine themselves for even spending 36 hours on that tainted soil. Many place a fleece before God and wave it, stepping into trouble and expecting to escape its plague. Churches still running their kids' buses to and fro because how could God strike them, after all, it's all to His glory, isn't it? We are told that there will be a day when we are not to return to our homes if we see trouble there, and that we should go to the wilderness to hide. Do we not understand this to mean that if we see trouble we should flee from it? Does it have to repeat itself in reverse saying the opposite for us to get it? Stay home if you find it safe and do not go into the wilderness where there is trouble. Plagues are God's mechanism for judgment, and we must give honor to His ways. I was told today that if people don't want to go to church because of this fear, then they will stay away. This is not true. People are expected to be in their seat. If that seat is empty they could be considered chicken to show up. I say that pride goes before the fall. Do not let prideful men dictate your life. Stay home my friends. If your home is free of the plague, stay there. If the wilderness, our world, is full of it, stay away from the world. Come out of her, come out of Babylon. Quiet yourself by reading God's word. Psalms 91 is powerful, but it does not mean to be stupid when the thief is knocking at your door, do not open your door. Today I read the words of an Italian sending a warning to Americans. Paraphrased. If only we had paid attention and stopped going about our own way sooner, so many more could have been saved. Please listen, don't panic, but listen, stop what you're doing, because even though you are young, there are many with compromised health systems, asthma, cancer, high blood pressure, normal illnesses that weaken our systems. Please Americans, give respect to the vulnerable, this plague is taking them. 
Parents are leaving their children behind, one couple had four children who no longer have their parents. This person continued to warn Americans to take this virus to heart because even though their age group is not at risk, many others are and especially our parents, the elderly. She was begging to save the elderly and those on medicines have compromised health. Honoring your father and mother is attached to a blessing, so that it may go well with you while on the earth. When we honor the elderly they can continue to give wisdom to us as all those years of experience should help us to stay safer on our earth. Will the younger generations do what is necessary to help their aged? Or, will they hold to the pride of man attitude, I can do anything, nothing can hurt me. The plague, how did it begin? What is it really? These are the guesses. Population control. Invisible 60 Hertz, G5. Created in Carolina Lab as bioweapons stolen by China? Wet markets where people buy strange, unclean animals? After all of this, I'm beginning to accept the crossover animal, although I can get on board quickly with all the others as well. But, since I think biblical, this makes more sense, because we have definitely crossed over God's guidelines in being unclean eating people. And, since God disciplines us for disobedience, I'm going to give him the credit for this correction because we have got to understand clean eating for our future survival. God's eat clean instruction certainly is not taught by many people other than Jewish sources. Many fundamental Christians have only come to understand this since the year 2000 perhaps. The Jew has always tried to teach the Christian their instructions, but we continually put them down and retort back that they are going to hell because they don't like Jesus. This one single instruction has now come back to bite our world. That food deceiver bites us hard just as he did Adam in the beautiful Gone of Eden. Our earth can produce Gone of Eden food, but instead we allow the practice of unclean because we have not caught on to the meaning of clean. Humans eat snake, rats, bats, mice, called Mickey on a stick, scavenger animals from land and sea. Our world's eating unclean has caused our bodies to need extra medicines to sustain itself. And, we continue to eat fried foods cooked in rancid oils that our bodies cannot and will not absorb. These Mickey sticks in the poor countries and America barbecue also teach us to eat burnt, again carcinogens our body finally revolts and says, cancer on board. But, in fun we eat together loving our sugar and oil donuts laughing the whole time, disease won't get us because we know heaven is our goal. Be happy today as tomorrow is bliss all the while our body turns into one big hot flash as these things arrive at our body's ports. The inflammation rises and now we're homesick and in bed. Who was to be our example on health? Yaakov's children carried the truth in their minds and then as they grew into a multitude with stony hearts, a few words were put on stone tablets to remind them of all the instructions they had learned from their parents, Abraham, Isaac and Yaakov. Israel is a people group that teaches us how to live long on the earth. The people group that can teach us about heart disease, diabetes, cancer and more are looked down upon, and we allow them to be shot at or killed by rocks being thrown at their cars. We even allowed their products to be embargoed, and so now why should we not be surprised about our harbors lying quiet? What would God sense us real? Who is eating clean? Who worships to His glory? Who honors Sabbath? Who honors parents? Who is helping the poor and the widow? Who has done the least of the commandments? Not letting the mother bird see you taking her children shows that we are to be compassionate people, even to animals. God uses the birds and animals of our earth to clean it, that is why wars don't occur too quickly after each other, so there are not too many wild animals at one time to harm humans. But, we say, I don't murder, 
even as we let abortion remain on the earth. And, we say, no one can keep all the commandments. This is true, are you a woman? Then you cannot keep an instruction that was meant for a male. Are you a priest? Yes, then keep yourself pure and obeying God. Are you a Levite? No, then you would not have served in the tabernacle's holiest of holies. Are you a Jew? Then you will teach Torah. Are you a Gentile? Then you respect being grafted into the Torah. We do the parts of God's instruction available to us at this time in God's history of our world. Backyard thinking. So, by keeping one commandment indicates you've keeping Torah? Not. But, God says that if you break even one you've broken them all. So, what is that all about? First, it points to the fact that you are not able to be God or even a demigod. One man filled up every prophecy said about him in the Torah and the prophets, completing all that applicable to his being named our Messiah. He has always eaten clean, worshipped the Father correctly, honored the Sabbath, and only has done what he hears the Father instructing him. If Yeshua Jesus breaks any of the 613 plus instructions, he would disqualify himself for the position God is installing him, King of Kings on our earth, to be set up soon according to the patterns and the shadows set forth from the beginning. His reign will be on earth, not in heaven during the next thousand years known as the millennium. Second, this tells us that we are definitely going to sin and need a savior from the penalty of that sin. Admit sin. Repent, means to return. Return to what? God's instructions. What is returned? The land. The word. The people. What are we to return to? The living word. Jesus is known as, the living word. His name in Hebrew is Yeshua. He is ruling from God's chosen site Jerusalem just as the earth is God's footstool. God's instruction is simple to a child. There is no need for classes on church doctrine. A child can hear stories and believe the plan God has for that child in our world. Love the Lord thy God does not have to be broken down into doctrines of men. Defining God's Torah is what the rabbis instruct us so we can also be safe on the earth. Honor the Lord's Day, the Sabbath, Day 7. It began at creation and continues even as our world experiences a Sabbath of rest, where Yeshua Jesus reigns for a thousand years. If we reject understanding the Sabbath we will not understand the transition as it occurs. If we study how the Jews were taken to Babylon for 70 years so the land could rest, we'll see that it shadows to what we're going through now. The Hebrews' lives grew quiet as they accepted their discipline because they knew they would return. The Jews helped Babylon to be a wonder of the world while they were there. Israel's children and her followers will help our earth to become another wonder. Even President Trump today, March 17, stated that America was on such a momentum that was exploding and unstoppable. America will do that again once the plague of death passes over our cities. America has cities of lights that love Israel cheering her on wanting her build her next temple. This temple is not about a structure, and yet it is. But, it is about bringing God's instruction solidly back to our earth. In the beginning Adam was awed by the presence of God, his new home and his new bride. Adam did not questions, he just did it. But, in year seven a change happened. Yes, in exactly seven complete years the deceiver arrived to tempt them both. At the end of our sixth day, going into the seventh day our world will find great deception, more than has ever been on our earth. How did Adam handle deception? Not well. We are Adam's children with the same I am not a robot built into us. Cain started making his own rules. 
His argument with God was about sacrifice just as we argue today about sacrifice. Jeroboam also made up his own rules and actually had a second temple in the northern part of the land. It was not necessarily for the northern kingdom's convenience, but it was for wealth and power. The southern kingdom finally won in keeping the temple in Jerusalem under the leadership of Rehoboam. I remember their names and that Rehoboam sounds more like reborn, which is what we need to be as well. Measure for measure is felt here. We are punished when we let Jerusalem slip into other hands. God will not have his land be in unholy hands for very long. What defiles the land is not having Torah lived out on it. Every time Yaakov's children enter that land it flourishes. Mark Twain saw in and called it the most desolate place on the earth. Now, everything, even the Dead Sea is blooming. These are signs of the King of Kings coming. Yes, God's journey for this earth has been about land, a special land, the land. Adam began there but defiled it and thus lost access to its bounty. The great flood covered the gone of Eden. Genesis 3:24 tells us that Kruvim and a flaming sword which turned in every direction guarded the way to the tree of life. If man were to access this particular tree called, the tree of life, they would have lived in their sin as long as they lived. The mercy of God stopped that from happening and let man die a physical death. He entertained a new tree of life and told Adam that the deceiver would be crushed by the seed that would be planted on the earth. Chano, Eve, was deceived and therefore the seed would come from her lineage. If we look at numbers she was created from Adam's bone on creation day 13, the second sixth day from when Adam was created, of whom was also created on a day 6. The first two humans were both born on day 6. The first two humans also rested on their second day of life, day 7, set apart to give respect to the one who made them. Our earth is scheduled for a remake when our king arrives. In fact, the prophesy that Israel's land blooms when she occupies it is true. At no other time in history has that piece of our earth been so plentiful in production and scientific innovation as well. We look to the Jewish people for their innovation, and yet their kindness to serve as terrorist rescuers to other countries. The Dead Sea just historically considered a miracle. Bloomed, telling Israel her Messiah is ready to return. There is a consensus happening on our earth. Our Bibles and God's words are being lived out, and yet many don't connect the dots, they aren't seeing the measure for measure playing out. America has its port sitting idle with no cargo being unloaded. Americans boycotted Israeli products and finally didn't allow her to unload cargo for weeks, I wrote about this a year ago. Israeli products were thrown from our store shelves, totally anti-Semitic. And other nations allowed it to happen to them, too. Measure for measure dash. Boycott my child Yaakov, Israel, and I will boycott you. Babylon was a beautiful city, Damascus was a city to behold, Babylon was in Iraq has been removed. Damascus was the city that took Abraham's family lot captive along with five kings. Abraham took only 300 family members to rescue them at Damascus. This town and area lays in ruins today because of the current wars in Syria. Persia is today's Iran. The old Persia empire was ruled by Queen Esther's husband, King Aharuiz. He reigned over 120 provinces, all of the Middle East, from its capital of Shushan in Persia. On January 7, 2020, on the fast of Esther, 10 Teves, Iran shot down a large Boeing commercial flight carrying passengers with two rockets. They did this after hitting American military sites hours earlier with 12 missiles destroying those bases. Today, Iran's leaders are falling to this plague. Do we want to consider this measure for measure? 
I would definitely agree as all judgment comes from God in many forms. Even during this COVID-19 outbreak that is killing many Iranians, they will continue to kill America soldiers just a few days ago. The United States military immediately retaliated by removing five of their military ammunition sites. It seems the remaining leadership may be more dangerous. Israel's enemies will be removed, because mercy is just one of God's attributes. We have a merciful avenger who hears our prayers for removal of evil from our earth. This plague is a cleansing plague. America has elected a president that hears the hearts of its people of whom also love Israel. In the last 3.5 years President Trump has been an avid watchtower against anti-Semitism seeking to remove those haters from our soil. It is said that Israel has America's back just as America has Israel's back. Just posted from Israel, March 15, 2020 my friend, Pastor Salvatore posted on his Facebook. All Americans are now told to leave Israel. They were quarantined to our hotel on Sunday and told not to meet with more than 10 in a group. His Bible study had more than 10 and they were told to comply. He and his group happily made it to the Dead Sea earlier but would now comply to leave this land on March 16 back to Arizona. We serve a God of life not death. We're told how to stay alive on this earth. We must obey in order to keep all of our world safe. Even as we support Israel in tourism, it is more important to support her life. Men should never test God. When danger arrives, we must hide. The census of 2020 is now measure for measure with Genesis 30:11. March 14, 2020 Torah portion begins with the warning of plague connecting it to a census. There was a consensus to do God's census because they desired to be atoned for. They each were to give half shekel, whether rich or poor, it was the same amount for atonement. All people are equal before our Creator. But, it is always about whether you want to be counted in. Do you want to participate in God's blessings or are you just fine doing life your way? How do you feel about Israel today? Do you want Israel to have her temple on its original site? Or, do you think you have to understand God's plan in its detail before you agree to back her, to give Israel her heart's desire? Whose desire is it? Adonai puts this burning desire in her, I'm sure she would prefer not being persecuted any longer. It would be easy to give up. During our CV vacation, turn on the History Channel or Prime movies that teach you about our world. Learn the history of our world wars. Learn about this history of the men who fronted money to the Nazis. Learn what has happened to the Jew. Learn what has happened so we can repeat the good parts and not repeat the bad. The deceiver is alive and well. It burdened your heart to tears to think how deceived we've been. Villains to Israel and the takeover of our world still prevailed via Hitler who never died nor many of his SS sinister comrades. Do we think America is going to go unscathed after helping Hitler's World War II Nazis sustain a nice life on our earth? We are paying the price right now, as this plague issues its discipline on us and our world. And, yet mercy is given in removing many of them that should be in their old ages. God timing is his and I stand in awe when I think of how he avenges these evil deeds. I have sobbed in sincere prayer for 17-week-old twins in their mother's womb that they would remain and grow. They held until their 20th week at this Kitisha 2020 Torah reading on the plague. I am reminded also of perhaps other mothers who may lose the children in their wombs because their immune systems are frail. It is these people that must have first chance for healing from our doctors. Or, will your right to life come before an unborn child? Let us once again remember, please stay home to stop this virus. 
Please let the vulnerable have that extra vitamin C bottle that is left on the shelf at the store. This is not about hoarding, but about life. What does Ketisha mean? When you take. Plagues take children and the compromised elderly. Plagues remove life bringing us to prayer. Oh, none are righteous, and I certainly let my anger rise up in many issues. He is our avenger. So what is he avenging? What prayers are being answered in what seems to be a mean God? America's 2020 Super Bowl halftime entertainment was direct from hell. It was satanic worshippers on display for all our world to see. If people did not notice it and turn it off then we truly are beyond numb. On February 2, 2020, our house fell down, bait bait bait, God's house of humans in total chaos with their golden calf making such a loud noise that it resounded high into the heavens lighting up the skies in demonic satire. We attended South Korea's Summer Olympics saturated with demonic influence for all our world to view. South Korea's butch girls also sold us on dressing like they dress, you could not tell who was a male or female. Our creator tried to shut it down with the coldest and least attended Olympics on record. March 2020- South Korean female tester from drive through testing site insults President Trump and America for making their citizens pay for their own testing. Communism control was at its finest as every car was forced into a lane to force test every person in a car. After seven stations, South Korea had their census with everyone's address and workplace, total information and DNA. Spain, Spanish monastery testifies they hit Hitler as World War II was ending. He left the area before the day of his supposed suicide. He was protected acting as a monk using passageways to escape. He and others lived lush lives while building the Fourth Reich that had plans to bomb Manhattan by 1955. Spain has been saturated with welcome fanatic Islamic refugees. Now CV-19 is ramping up there. Italy, held Nazi during and after the war. Took in Jewish children with the goal of changing them to Catholicism. Italy held Jews in ghettos which then took them to death camps. Rome still hides child molesters called pedophiles around the world. 2,500 CV-19 death in last two weeks. Europe is overwhelmed with CV-19. When President Trump closed America's borders people flocked to Europe overwhelming their no containment, which now has turned into containment, sending tourists home. Europe hosted anti-Semites and did not protect the Jew. Europe has banned Israel products from their shelves. Jews are persecuted daily as anti-Semitism is the norm. Whose borders were closed to the United States first? Plague census reveals it is those countries who did not pay their half-shekel to God. They did not accept Yeshua as the living word. They do not accept being atoned for, by the half-shekel of Yeshua Jesus' blood. Have you entered into his presence so he paid it for you? China South Korea Italy Spain Europe Ireland I have one last thought on prayer and singing. The Psalms were always sung. How powerful to pray to our Creator the very words sung to Him by His prophets. Be a prophet as that is someone who declares God's word to others, declare these words to other people. Book 4, Psalms 90-106 Psalms 90 begins a prayer of Moshe the man of God, You have been our dwelling place in every generation. Before the mountains were born, before you had formed the earth and the world, from eternity past to eternity future you are God. Finish reading this psalm as it tells us the length of a man's life. Psalm 91 begins, You who live in the shelter of Elyon, who spend your nights in the shadow of Shaddai, who say to Adonai, My refuge. My fortress. 
my God in whom I trust. Dash he will rescue you from the trap of the hunter and from the plague of calamities, he will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge, his truth is a shield of protection. Finish reading and singing this comforting psalm on a Friday. Why? Because it comes before the next psalm that cries out to be sung on the Sabbath. Psalm 92 begins, a psalm. A song for Shabbat, it is good to give thanks to Adonai and sing praises to your name, Elyon, to tell in the morning about your grace and at night about your faithfulness, to the music of a ten-stringed, harp, and a lute, with the melody sounding on a lyre. If Psalm 92 is dedicated to Day 7, the Sabbath perhaps Psalm 93 is designed for Day 8. Isn't it wonderful to look into the deeper things of God? Who are we looking forward to coming to the earth? And, isn't it in the eighth day that the millennial reign is completed at year 8000? Sing Psalm 93 and feel the earth's future. Psalm 93, Adonai is king, robed in majesty. Adonai is robed, girded with strength. The world is well established, it cannot be moved. Your throne was established long ago, you have existed forever. Adonai, the deep is raising up, the deep is raising up its voice, the deep is raising its crashing waves. More than the sound of rushing waters or the mighty breakers of the sea. Adonai on high is mighty. Your instructions are very sure, holiness befits your house. Adonai, for all time to come.